Shinobi Sean. What is going on? It's good to see you, my friend. Honored to be on here, finally. Dude, I've been waiting to get you on for a long time. Yeah. Finally, the stars aligned. Oh, yeah. And we're finally here. Yes, sir. So you obviously started doing this type of thing before me, but obviously you're a streamer. Yeah. What made you want to stream? I think the people want to know. Uh, So right around the time COVID was going around, and we like I was on I was on campus when like when That's the evacuation right. yeah. happened. Tell, tell me your story when that happened. So everyone has their own. I was I yep. was still in uh, my theater degree uh, when it was happening. So this was like early 2020. So I think it was around March when it when we had to evacuate. Did you change degrees? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, uh, at that time I was a theater minor. Yep. And I uh because of COVID I ended up changing and dropping that. But pretty much when that happened. I was in class and we all had an email like, hey, like this is going on. Everyone's got to go. And I'm seeing everyone, you know, running the traffic's lining up. And at that time, not a lot of people were taking it as seriously as we did, like when it really started getting serious. So I I was just letting everyone go before because I didn't want to deal with traffic. Um, But then we went through that weird transition where like there was no class for a little bit. And then it came back and we're all online Um, during that time. Warzone just came out for Modern Warfare at the time, mm-hmm. um, and one of my friends gave me uh, his old capture card, because back when we were in middle school, he used to record gameplay when he was playing Advanced Warfare for YouTube. Yep. Gave me the capture card, and at the time, when I was trying to record it, my laptop was really bad. Like, I knew nothing about computers. What kind of laptop did you have? Some old HP model that was like an i3 processor, so it was not really that good. Right. Um. So... With all the free time we had being home, I started looking up, like, gaming PCs, what to know about them, and it turned into, like, originally I was going to buy a pre-build, and then it got into more, like, I want to learn how to build one. Yeah. So... Your stories and your process, it was so satisfying to watch you build it over time. Yeah. So nice. So over the course of, I want to say, three-ish months, I was getting parts together for my setup. I pretty much did what you did here. I pretty much did with my room. I yeah. turned it into my own gaming setup, streaming setup, and also where I do work. Um, so September, early September, I think it was September 9th is when I did my first stream. Um, and it's because, like, at the time, I, I'm like, what else am I going to do if I, if we're going to be stuck home all day? I already game. Might as well do something with it. And I didn't think that it was – I would become as passionate about it as I am now. And the thing is, like, I'm not I'm not doing it because, like – Oh, I want to be famous or like, I'm, I'm going to make this my living. I'm just doing it because it's fun and it's something I enjoy to do. And if there are people who are going to be there vibing with me, I like, if you can't tell, I like interactions. I could be playing a game that's competitive, like Call of Duty, and I'll be doing so bad. But since I'm talking to people, I'm vibing with it. That's so, that's such a vibe. I yeah. Like that. I respect yeah. that. We need more people like that in this world. That's exactly what you said. That's, that's exactly what I did here. Exactly yeah. what I did here. And I constantly try and tell our lovely listeners and or viewers and it, uh yeah you see what i did there see how i just stopped yeah do me a favor go and subscribe like do all that fun i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate the support though and i'll see this but um yeah i i constantly try and tell people to, to get in on it now yeah well you know because you always hear this i'm sure you have the 20s is a lot of people see this as like the stepping stone for the rest of your life like this yeah. decade yeah but it's also the decade where we have room to fuck up yeah so might as well have fun with it. Yeah, no, literally. Try, try new things. Like, where, wherever you are right now, it's like, with me, I'm never really sticking with one thing. And, like, whenever, like, I'm always trying to, like, try something new. 
whether it's six or not, you know, it's okay. But at least I know, like, if it's something I would enjoy or not. And mm-hmm. a lot of the, like, me, I'm a person with, like, a lot of hobbies. So whenever I, like, invest into something, if I know, like, it's something I have somewhat interest in, I'll invest into it and put, like, full effort into it. Yeah, for real. You're the man of many towns. Yeah. <laughs> we're probably going to cover all of them today. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but first, first things first, because I haven't finished it, but I have to bring it up. Shinobi Sean. I never knew what a shinobi was until I saw Naruto. That has to be where you got the name, right? Somewhat, yeah. So as a as a kid growing up, I did watch a lot of anime. Um, Naruto being one of them. I'm I'm not too invested in that, like as I was before. So I can't remember much. Yeah. The actual source behind how I got Shinobi Sean was when I was trying to make my channel. Obviously, I had to think of a name. Couldn't think of anything, and then I real and I thought of something great. Me being a martial artist. Um, there was this game that came out 2017 that I invested a lot of time in called For Honor, which was really? uh, from you, Ubisoft. You played that? Yeah, I played. It was it was my 2017 Valentine because it, it came out on February 14th. Nice. Um, when season one of that game began, they introduced a new hero called the Shinobi, which was my main character for the last however many years I played that game. And nice. it was the nastiest thing I would... I would be undefeatable anytime I played him. And the best part, it was the weakest character in statistics. Really? In terms of all the heroes in the game. It had the lowest amount of health, but he was one of the fastest. Is, is that the game where everyone fights in a Coliseum? It can't, it, that's one of, that, that one of the maps. Yeah. That's one of the maps. It's it's typically a 4v4. Each person can choose like a certain hero to play as yeah. and from three different... Well, four now, but originally it was three. You could be a Viking, a Knight... Or you could be a uh, part of the samurai. Gotcha. So when you start up the game, you choose which group you want to be. But in. it's not set up fighting wise like Mortal Kombat, right? Like, is it more like free? No, free it rangey? is. It was a lot more in depth. Yeah. So you had like instead of like button matching, you had to learn the certain combos and timings of like how to fight, parry, block, and all that type That's of stuff. Fire. So, given where you are now, so and I, and we, you and I started around similar times because I think I started. I think you started a little yeah, bit I, after. I, I, I did start after you. Yeah. But. During during COVID, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. So, looking back at it now, how much more advanced do you feel as a streamer? How much more confident do you feel in that, much, in that realm? Much more advanced in terms of my knowledge because, like, back when I started there, uh, I had to – my original overlay, like, if you look at some of my old clips on my Twitch, my original overlay and all those animations were pre-made. There were, there were a bunch of different, like, sites you can buy to start off as a streamer to get overlays for how you want your stream to look. Um, so that's what I was sticking with at the time. But then, like, I would say almost a year into streaming, I started teaching myself how to um, do OBS plugins to make special animations. I taught myself a little bit of uh, Adobe After Effects to make my animations on my logos and stuff. Sick. Um, and I've helped a lot of other people set up their streams, you know, get get um, help them get into Twitch. I've helped a lot of people get uh, Twitch affiliates now. So that's I fire. definitely feel more comfortable with it. Um there are obviously times where, like, it's a little – not discouraging, but it's, like, you know, it's hard to get yourself to just, you know, keep going at it. But, you know, the thing about a lot – and this can go for anything in life is that you just have to be consistent with it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Discipline. Well, I, there was literally a saying I heard this morning. I think it was, like, discipline – not waits for no one, but it was – I don't know. It was something – it's just it, – you can't be consistent without discipline. Exactly. And that's – Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, yep. that statement. But it's it's funny. So when it comes to you, the, and, and I think about it, there's like four things, four different paths. If you were to just stop everything that you could pursue, 
right now, from, from objectively speaking, yeah. from what, I, what I've seen. So you could either go all in and become a, a streamer. You could go all in and just become a, a, full, a full-time certified body lifter. You could stop <laughs> everything and become a full-time certified parkour artist. Or you could uh, stop everything and become a full-time certified martial artist. Yeah. If you were to rank those four things, how would you rank them? Uh, <laughs> I, I have nothing written down, by the yeah, way. This, that's yeah, off the dome. No, that's pretty much it. Like, if there was going to be a fifth, it would probably be, like, computer engineer. Maybe even six because of theater. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, like, I never, like, needed, like, that theater degree to really get into it just because, like... No, it's just, it's fun. Yeah, um, okay, I would say, number one, I I would definitely put into the lifting, uh, whether it be body, like, getting Dude, your progress has been sick. Yeah. It's <laughs> nuts. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely put that number one just because that's, that's the, that's the thing that would just, for the most part, like I like being active, so that just keeps me sane. You know, yeah, it, it's just it's it's fun to do, and you feel. good. And did you start lifting during COVID too? Because I, I did. Remember, weren't you like lifting in in your garage with like little dumbbells to start? I off? did. Uh, when it when it first started breaking out, I, I I went to the basement and got a bunch of our old weights out, and I'm like, I just have to, I got to do something. Yeah. Um, and, and then it just consumed you. Huh? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, that that would then be followed by the streaming, just because that's like what I like to do in like free time. Um, next would probably be the martial artist and tricking, just because I've been doing that pretty much all my life. Um, although in terms of like if that was supposed to be a career, that's typically pretty hard to just keep as a career, um, uh, unless you start making a business out of it. There are other people who I've known who do tricking. Um, that started up their own businesses and they're really thriving. Like Adrenaline is one of the bigger brands. Uh, there's like Kojo's Trick Lab. He made a business out of like coaching people. Um, one of my other buddies from South or North Carolina, his name's uh, Adam. Hey, shout out Adam. Adam Devonport. That my, that's my boy. He he started up Shapes Mag or Shapes, which is one of the brands or one of the businesses that's really trying to just keep tricking to its roots which is it's more about the triggers than the business aspect yeah so it's more about the community so that'd be my first three next up uh would probably be uh the computer engineering stuff just because like i can help people build computers um making setups and stuff like that. such a handy thing to know it's it's been a big help for me because i've been able to like now that like i have a job where like I have to sell computers and stuff. Like I can tell people like what would be the best way to go about things, and I actually have knowledge of it rather than going in blindly. Right. Lastly, be parkour. I do parkour kind of. The thing is like people because of how generalized the term parkour is, people will kind of see me do a flip and instantly go, "Oh, he does parkour." It's like, no, I'm a tricker. Yeah. Which is a different sport, but like parkour, I have to. I coach it. I coach at a parkour gym, so I gotta. I gotta do that. But. So if somebody calls you a parkour artists do you take that are you offended by that no no i don't i yeah. mean i can't I, like i just wait, like you know shrug that off my shoulder just because it's it's not it's not what it is but at the same time i understand why people think that yeah you know i'm not gonna be upset by it because it, it's te- technically all of it is under movement that's like what we call it like a movement sport so that's like breakdancing gymnastics any of the martial arts mm-hmm. tricking parkour free running that's all under movement you seem like the next thing that you could possibly get into and Correct me if I'm wrong. Do you do you know how to fix cars or work on cars? That's what I'm scared about because I'm a computer guy, and the phrase that goes with a lots of lots of computer people is that computer guys are just car guys on a budget. 
So that really? yeah, I'll, if you check out like any of like bigger like YouTubers when it comes to computer stuff, a lot of them are into cars and know a lot about cars. I'm still learning about them, but I know at some point I'm going to get into it. Yeah, yeah I, could, I could totally see that for you. Yeah. <laughs> so so tell me how you got into tricking and all the all this stuff because so, yeah, you've been doing it for years. Yeah, I, I've very seen long you, time. all these videos. You've been haven't you been doing it since like middle school? Yeah. So. It started off with Taekwondo, which is a Korean martial arts, which is based around kicks. That's kind of like the biggest roots when it comes to tricking. Yeah. I did Taekwondo since I was four. I stopped when I was 19, which was when COVID happened. Um, so like traditional Taekwondo experience, I've stopped. But I did, yeah. So that's about 15 years and, of experience. And what'd you get all the way to? Did you? I got up to third degree black belt. How many degrees are there? Uh, I don't remember what it is to get Grandmaster. I think it's fifth. I could be I could be wrong. I've been out of practice. You uh, should well, you should get back into it. Finish, yeah, finish the job. Yeah, that's what I'm th- that's what I'm thinking yeah, about. Yeah, you got so far. Mine as yeah. well. So wait, um, real quick. So would you say that your hands are licensed to kill? Uh, probably not so much. Hand- I mean, I've done some like you know kickboxing stuff. Probably not my hands. Probably feet. But probably just absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. Uh, that's sick. So I start. I did from four to nineteen. I did taekwondo. Yeah. From age fourteen to now, I'm twenty one now. So about seven years. The last seven yep. years of that uh, is when I got into tricking. So at my old taekwondo school, I was one of the more acrobatic, uh, not licensed, but more acrobatic capable people on our team. We had a performance team. Yeah. I was the one who could do most of the big kicks at the time, which was funny because I was only like 14 at the time. What when you say big kick? What do you mean by that? Like there's there's a lot of uh, simple kicks. Like I'm trying to think about how to make it easy. Like if you watch like the MMA, and there's like some people who do a, a spinning tornado kick. Yeah, spinning tornado round. A version of that is called the 540 kick, which is that kick. But when you do the roundhouse after the spin, you jump. And you have to land on the kicking leg. Ooh. And I was one of the few people at the school who could do that. And I had one of the highest kicks came, yeah. like for my height. So did you ever have to... I've se- You can correct me if I'm wrong. I've, I've seen videos of certain martial arts schools. And they... For certain exams, the, the kids had to... They had to kick like three wooden planks, like rising up, slowly rising up. Like yeah. one, two, three. Did you ever I, have to do anything I, like that? Not for testing, but for shows I did. So so you're able to? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um. So I was one of the more people who was like, I want to get into the, like the bigger tricks and stuff. So my, yeah. one of my instructors who like stopped working there a little after I start, uh, started doing flips, he taught me how to do an aerial, which is a cartwheel with no hands. That was my first flip, not counting the actual cartwheel itself. Yeah. Um, and he taught me in less than 10 minutes. I had, I had that flip down in the same day he taught me it. Where did your, where did this no fear thing come from for you? And always just naturally being able to do this. Honestly, where does that stem from? Are you like Tom Cruise with that part of your brain? That doesn't, <laughs> honestly, what they say they say that part of his brain or whatever your your fear sensor is just gone. To be honest, I think it's because when you start off with any types of flips, and you're younger, you're not really afraid of too much. And because you start at such a young age, yeah, and you're a lot. Your body can be a lot more forgiving. Like I, when I teach the kids at my parkour gym how to do backflips and other type of stuff. They, they'll literally fall, like, roll, and then get right back up and then just go at it again. Like, th- when you're at that age, you're not afraid of, like, really too much. Yeah. Um. There are points where, like, obviously, there's some things that you're going to be a little bit adamant to trying out, like, do your first backflip. But, like, once you get that first one, you're you're on top of the world. So, when I first, when I got that aerial, I'm like, oh, well, now I want to do more. So, I spent the next few months trying to do a backflip. 
And the thing about that was what really started tricking for me because I couldn't do backflips for months. And it's not because mentally wise, it was literally because of physically wise. Wow. I am not a, I'm not a skinny dude. I'm a big, I'm a big boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I finally landed that once I learned backflip, that's every other flip that you see me post on social media, I've taught myself. So did you have, did you have to like work out for that? Did you have to, what, what does it take to do that? Is it, it all on the legs? Like, it it was squat well, a lot? one. To... Well, at the time I wasn't even working out. One is obviously mentality. Once you get that first one out the way, you're not scared you of it envision anymore. Envision yourself yeah. doing it. And to be completely honest, I think my time failing backflips made me lose weight to be able to backflip. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. That's fire. Um, and then so pretty much throughout the next years, I just started uh, working on like the next flip to level up and just getting Damn. more advanced with it. So what's like the the pinnacle of, of tricking? Like what's like the ultimate thing you could possibly do that the human the human body would let you do? Well, for my body is a cartwheel double full, which is a, I guess you could say a back twist or backflip with two full twists in there. So cartwheel, backflip. Which, yeah, so two spins in the air as I'm flipping. Yeah. Oh my God. That is my best flip. Ooh. I haven't done it in a while because I got injured last summer. Hey, don't don't break your neck now. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, that's that is my my most advanced trick. For if you see other people, they are a lot more uh they're a lot faster. <laughs> right. So yeah, I know you brought up your injury and I was this the same injury that set you back a little bit when it came to weightlifting? A little bit, yeah. Um And what what exactly did you hurt? So it was my left ankle. I was that flip I just uh, I just said yeah. that's the flip that messed up my ankle Jeez. pretty good. pretty much in tricky. Was, was it a sprain or a break? It, it must have been a sprain or might have like torn like a slight tear in one of the muscles Ooh. or tendons. Yeah. Pretty much in tricking there's stuff there's stuff called tricking battles, which is like, you know, you do your best combos and flips and like you get judged, whoever wins moves on to the next round. There's a tricking gathering that happens in Connecticut every year called Battle of Fury. Um and I I've gone for the past two years now. I went in June and I was doing, I was battling someone, one of the coaches there, and I wanted to do that flip because I've been consistent with that move. But the thing was, one, I've never done it in a battle. Two, I didn't know whether to open the battle with that trick with my biggest move or end the battle with my biggest move. Mm. But the takeoff is if I end it with my biggest move, I am now tired and I'm gassed. Ooh, it's like a double-edged and sword. The, and the third issue was we had battle lights on. Pretty much it was about this dim. Imagine and trying to spin. See what we yeah, have. imagine trying to spin in the air two times and not see, and all you see is pitch black. Ooh. So that part screwed me up. I have a video of it. I posted it on. The, you might have seen it. Yeah, it's when I had that <laughs> that chowder audio mm. when nothing can go mm, wrong. Yeah. So as I landed, my uh, I couldn't see and I was didn't get that much air time. So my my ankle with my toes they got pressed up towards my shin. Yeah. How did that feel? Or were you so in the moment where it was like you knew it was it, me it was messed up? But At just... the time, I'm like, man, I failed. But then, like, I tried standing up. I'm like, I can't put weight on this. So over the next few months, like, I'm like, oh, I'm out of commission, man. Because if this is my left foot and this is my right foot, and I'm trying to uh, flex my toes, I could get my right foot this much, and I could get my left foot that much. E so I couldn't jump off of it. I couldn't run. I literally couldn't do anything. And, yeah. like... That's why this year I'm trying to be so consistent in the gym. Right. Because I was out of any type of training for five plus months now. 
and I haven't done a single flip. I haven't been able to, I lost all motivation to go to the gym just because I couldn't, I couldn't really do anything. Yeah. Um, but within the last, I would say three ish, three ish months, I've been able to jump. I've been able to flip again. Um, I'm actually able to trick again, finally. And now, I'm, now that you see, I'm going back to the gym. So for, I'm, it's, it's feeling pretty good for, so far. To, to start off lightly, do you start off on like a trampoline when you're getting back into that and like recovery or like, do you just go, go, right, go some people right do, but I'm one of the type of movement people that actually likes learning all their flips on flat and not doing trampoline. Yeah. Why, why, why is that? Uh, for me, I like the feeling of what the ground will feed back to me compared to a trampoline because trampoline, you can learn the flips, but your timing is going to be different compared to a floor because the floor is just there. Trampoline, you got to sink into it and wait for it to give back before you actually go. I love anything. the way you just worded all that. Yeah. That was so yeah, perfectly executed. I love that. Um, what I love to ask people is, is that everyone has a story. Mm. And obviously, you and I are from the same time, went to the same high school. Yeah. If you were to compare yourself now to you then... Or, or have a little chat with little Sean. Mm. What what would you talk to him about? Or like, what would you want to tell him? If I was to talk to my past person, like if my past self, I'd probably be like, you know, you lived that time the way you should have, which was just enjoying the time. Um, would you say you had a good high school experience? Or, uh, or? Oh, I uh, there I definitely like. There's obviously like some things like that were absolutely tough you know like that i i just don't want to like yeah like i i don't mind talking about it, but like you know i got you. i would never go through that again mm, absolutely. but my time there especially like with the people when i was when i did theater in my junior year and all my time in band like that that time those were the times i loved and that was like when i was like being an idiot having fun with that um and going into college like when i got out of high school going to college i had one i had one idea of what i was going to do yeah but now that's completely different. So did you know you were going to go right to Central? Yeah, I did. I, I knew that I wanted to go to Central. Um, was there any other schools on the radar? Uh, It was originally going to be UConn. But at the time when I was graduating in high school, I was I wanted to do theater for the start. And CCSU's theater program compared to UConn's, I saw that, you know. And also I went to CCSU for, at the time, they were doing a, uh, what was it called? There, it was pretty much a rehearsal at the time they were doing Sweeney Todd. That's right, they were. And that's actually when I met, uh, well, not met, but I saw him for the first time in person before I actually met him at freshman orientation, but that's when I saw Ricky. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was the second time I ever saw that legend. Yeah. So, um. I gotcha. At that time, I'm like, yeah, this, this, is, this is what I want to do, um. And then COVID happened, and I built computers, so that changed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now that we're here, so what what do you project your, for yourself in the long run? Like, what are some what are some bucket list things you want to accomplish, or just like what do you expect of yourself when you're like thirty? So, one of the like, obviously, I want to get into for career wise. If I'm trying to keep it smart, probably a lot more of the computer engineering stuff. Yeah. Um. Luckily, one of my my advisor at Central said like. Other than the actual hands-on aspect, I'd be good at engineering sales because I already have experience with my job now. And two, um, because of my theater background, that'd be really good, yeah. you know, when you're trying to make sales. So, like, one of the brands I I don't – I'm not sponsored by them. I'd love to be or work for them in the future is Corsair. 
which is a big computer brand, uh, brand that they, they own Elgato, which Elgato won. I have a lot of their products. I just submitted an application to them to get sponsored by them. Nice. Um, so a lot of their stream gear I use, Corsair, literally half my PC is Corsair components. And I looked at their positions. Obviously, you can do some of their, like, their services for custom builds, but they also have media positions, whether it comes to filming, editing, nice. or being the person in front of the camera selling stuff. Right. So you seem like you have an idea as to what you want to yeah. get into at least to start off. Yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah. Do you ever, do you ever um, like get overwhelmed during during these times and like kind of like say whoa 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 like we're good all like, the time all like, the do, time. Do you meditate or anything or how do you how do you keep your mentals in check? Um. So I obviously get overwhelmed just because like man like I'm almost done with college now and it's like you know. The real I, world's a scary place. Yeah, you got to. Th- I'm thinking about like man, where am I gonna go? Because I obviously I have one idea of what I want to do, but. Do you want to that go for a master's or no? Mm-hmm. Just go right into business. I think I want to go right into business for me at least. Fair enough. But um, it's like, you know, you're looking at that type of stuff and it's like, yeah, I want to work at Corsair. It's like, what happens if that doesn't fall through? Where do I go? So that's that's the overwhelming part. But the main thing that I do to just keep myself sane, um, and this is something I'm actually, I was out of practice for a while, but I just got back into it and it's keeping busy. That is my number one piece of advice for people when it really? comes to Yeah. So the story behind that real quick was like, into 2020 i went through i went through a tough breakup like yeah. that that that's just keep it simple i went through a tough breakup yeah and the last thing i wanted to do was keep myself depressed and like you know like you know when you go some through something like that you're stuck in a hole and i'm like i'm not gonna do that i'm going to talk to people i'm gonna have my friends i'm gonna chill with my friends i'm going to talk to them and i'm gonna put myself on a daily schedule good for you that's so that's unbelievably yeah. hard to do so my friends were there for me. They were amazing. I can't, you know, for the for the, if there's any chance that they're listening to this, which you better be. Hey, Come shout, on, out, shout, shout out to y'all, the real ones. Go follow him. <laughs> um, they were there for me, and I, I couldn't be any more grateful for that. And they're still there for me now. Yeah. But the the main thing is like the my first full semester after that when it happened, um, I I made a schedule for myself, and I'm like, okay, I have this deadline for this homework assignment coming up. I'm gonna finish that as homework assignment three days before the deadline. That will give me this much time to do streaming stuff. This will give me this much time to do training for like to that. go to the gym. So I always like I'm like I always try to be efficient because once I got into that schedule, it wasn't even like I was holding myself to it. It was just routine. So now I was like I I got my work done early. I can stream. I can go training. I can go chill with friends. I had time for everything. Nice. Um, recently like that's been tough to do just because I had like other things pop up and you know you can only fit so much in the seven days a week and like right. depending on what stuff you have you only have certain times to do it yeah so but like just this year I'm like I'm gonna try to get I'm doing my best to get back in that schedule yeah 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 so I um I took a gap year after right right after I graduated and I worked five days a week for yeah. like a whole year yeah and it's different when you're working a job rather than like a genuine career yeah where you're not as rushed or on mm-hmm. the clock but it was a whole new ball game. Yeah. And it was a ball game I wasn't ready for, but I'm glad I went through it. Because yeah. it made me realize, oh, yeah, I, I need to be in school right now. Yeah. I need to socialize and keep getting to know people because I can't describe it. Because make I can't stress this enough. Make your connections now. Yeah. Because especially even whether it comes to work, whether it comes to relationships, friendships, whatever. Yeah. When you're no longer in school, that... That window of opportunity kind of slowly diminishes. Yeah. Not necessarily like it's a detrimental thing, but it's just harder to to find those people. So yeah, it yeah, like I said, it's a whole new ball game. But when you set yourself up, like how you have or mm-hmm. how, how we've talked about, man, it's just 
It does such wonders. And take it yeah. day by day. Exactly. You can't... Uh, for me, it, it was one of those things where I always worried about what I can't control rather than what I can. Mm. And now that we're in this moment in time, just worry about the then when then is now. Yeah. And things eventually get there, but... Are you are you religious at all or anything or not or? as I, I I'm like I'm Catholic but like I don't uh, you grew up Catholic but I grew up not, Catholic but you. like we you know I'm not obviously in, as in practice as much as I was back then yeah I, I haven't gone to church in a long time I think man. I haven't been back I to think church most since of, I confer- got confirmed yeah exactly I, th- <laughs> I think most people in our generation just they don't treat it as hardcore as yeah. our parents or, or grandparents did yeah but um what 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 are your thoughts on religion and stuff like that like do you do you believe uh, in a higher power? Do you I, do you believe we're just little bugs that have no purpose? What, what, what do you think? I I mean, obviously, people can believe what they want. I still have my moments where I do like you know, if there's something serious going on or I have something big coming up, I'll do a quick prayer, just like, hey, help me through this. Yeah, you know, um, uh, I there are times when I'm like, you know, there's definitely something out there that will, you know, that's looking over you and they're trying to you know steer you in that right path. And honestly, that's the reason why I'm like, you know, that's probably where I am now. Just because, like, you know, whatever happened back then, that put me on the path of where I am now. Mm. You know? I like that. Yeah, I I think I found my peace when yeah. it comes to a concept of, of God. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, you, just, you never know until until you're dead. And yeah. that's a scary thing. Did you? Well, do you remember the, the first? Have you ever ever had that moment where you're like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna die one day." Yeah. Did you no, have a holy shit? I've definitely. Have you had a holy shit moment? Yeah. When, when was your holy shit moment? My holy shit moment. I was. Uh, <laughs> what? There was a a moment. I don't remember how long ago it was, but it was around the time I started driving, and I nearly got t-boned. Nearly got T-boned. Like hit, crashed on the side. Yeah, on driver's what, side. What 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 kind of car almost hit you? Do you remember? I honestly, it was some type of muscle car. It might have been a Charger. Both thick. Yeah, it had yeah. a wide body on it, and yeah. I'm like, I don't. I think it was somewhere. Uh, I think it was like Blueback. Mm. And I'm like, I was trying to get to a. I think I was leaving the parking garage. And as I'm going to, you know, take my right at the light, because I now had green, that dude just zoomed by me. And I was, like, already, like, past the corner where you start turning your wheel. Yeah. So then I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. That that almost happened. Yeah. The dude just kept going, too. Oh, my God. Like, he he veered and then kept going. Is, that, is it the scariest thing that happened to you, or has there been something even crazier? That was life. That was life-threatening, that one. Um... But I've had moments that were, like, way over-exaggerated where I'm like, man, this sucks. Like, I had a – I used to work at a trampoline park, and I messed one of my right ankle up really badly. Mm. Um, and I I don't know if you ever had an injury so bad where you pass out, but I – that's what happened to while me. While you were on the clock or while you were just there? Just I was on break. So when, when you're at a when, – when you work at this trampoline park, or I guess this goes for any trampoline park, you get to jump for free. Yeah. And if you have a break – and you have, like, a short break or a 30-minute break, you know, you can jump during your time off as long as you're off the clock. And I was off the clock because since I was taking a 30, I clocked out yeah. for the break. And I I go to jump, do this flip, but my pretty much like I was doing a backflip on the trampoline, but you over-rotate the backflip and land on your back. Ooh. So that's what I was doing, but pretty much what happened was my foot clipped the trampoline, but my upper body kept going. So Ooh. you know when you watch those, like, I, I don't know if they're fashion shows, but have you ever seen someone do a death drop? 
you know, where their leg is like this. Yes, that, yes, yeah. That's pretty much what happened to me on the trampoline. I, but you hit the hard part? No, no, I was on the trampoline. It's just that it it's twisted almost, my yeah. ankle. And, and you just blacked out right after that? So I I instantly, because of the adrenaline, I got up and ran off the trampoline. I go, I fucked up, I fucked up, I fucked up. And as I'm, like, as they're, my manager and our assistant manager and one of the other coworkers I was with were, like, you know, helping me, bring me to our, uh, the co- our, our back room. Yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> I pass out in their shoulders on the way, on the way there. So what'd you do the rest of the shift? Well, luckily, we're only an hour away from closing. Oh, thank God. Yeah. That, that's nuts. But because that's my right foot, and you have to drive with your right foot, I had to get my parents to pick me up from work, and one of them Damn. got my car and drove it home. Hey, shout yeah. out to the parents. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but I I remember it was during COVID, too. Yeah. I don't know what happened or how it came over me, but I was just sitting here. So, back when I did have my PlayStation 5, it's actually in the back, and it's broken. My motherboard somehow fried two uh-huh. not even two years of having a ps5 wow how does that happen explain that to me my everything's fine sean the circuits are fine <laughs> it's not it was a new playstation sean uh you, 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 unless you think you can revive my playstation in the back if it's a motherboard the only way to do that is either get a new one or we have to find a ps5 motherboard to replace exactly, to replace it. that's exactly what they told me so it's dead i'm gonna sell yeah. it for parts that's pretty much my yeah. options but i was playing my my playstation 5 and my friends are playing Warzone. I think we just won uh, the match we were just playing. <laughs> and I don't know if I was like watching something or listening to something, but I just remember um, it was like you ever just like get into like a really deep conversation or like let's say you're in a moment where it's like an out of body experience. It's like the person talking to you sounds like Charlie Brown's parents or his mom. Yep. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And you're and you're just kind of like not. You're not there. There. Yeah. So I, that's what was kind of happening and. It was just like, oh my god, like, I'm gonna die one day. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, why? Why do I? Why? Why do I have to die? What? Why? Why am I here? Yeah. And I just started asking, and it just kept spiraling, not in like a depressive state, but it was like a what the fuck? Yeah. We like we were chosen. Like we. Do you know how hard it is? I was talking about this. <laughs> friends, do you know how hard it is to even exist? <laughs> and now we gotta exist just to die. Like what the hell, man? But one of the things that pops up in my head. Probably more often than I'd like to is, <laughs> I don't know why it is, but like, you know, when you, when you go to sleep, right, mm-hmm. you wake up the next day and it's like that moment of you sleeping was like that. But in reality, it's like, what, if you got, if you're healthy, nine the hours way, of sleep, the, right? the way time passes yeah. when you sleep. Yeah. My, one of the things that I've thought of is like, man, so I have to die. And if, if dying is an eternal sleep. Does and for some reason in my head I'm like okay so I'm gonna wake up like that but I'm gonna be reincarnating as another person I'm gonna wake up in someone else's eyes if it's reincarnation that's probably what's gonna happen that's what I'm thinking I'm like I'm like what if I just wake up in someone else's eyes like you know that's what I've always, that's what yeah have you ever heard the theory where it's the the when you see the light before you die it's a light in the hospital room have you ever heard that theory yes that's what it's, I it's, keep it, thinking it's because you wake up as a new baby and like you're crying because you left everything behind yeah that's fucked up man. and I'm like. I'm like, I don't know if that's real. Just lose all your memories. Of you don't know, because here's the thing. It's dead. You don't know what's real or what's not. No. Yeah, I mean, for all I know, I could have been Lincoln. You could have been Washington. I don't know. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I, I could have been Genghis Khan. <laughs> I, I don't know, some crazy shit. Um, yeah, it's it's such a weird thing to think about. And it's that's the whole thing. We have to take it day by day. Yes. Yeah. 
it's okay to have these thoughts once in a while, but we just have to deal with the reality in which we're given. Yeah. And it's just crazy to think about. Like, we're just chilling on a ball, floating through space. Yep. No pain, no mind. In the, like, it's nuts to me. Mm. I don't know. Do you, other than um, some of the some of the hobbies that obviously you're you're well versed in, do you ever do anything on the side? Like, do you have you ever like do you collect shoes? Do you go fishing? Like, what what else you do whenever you can? Um, do you like I, to travel? Have you ever wanted to travel? Anywhere? I've always wanted to travel, but never really had the opportunity for that. Where would you uh, want to go? Where would I want to go? I want to honestly. I have only been to a few states in this country. I want to start with just exploring where we are now mm. before I go outside the country. I mean, Connecticut's a pretty solid home base. I'd yeah. Say. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Um, I want to, I, one of the first places I definitely want to go to Cali. Yeah. Um, it's out wanna, there in Cali for you. Um, honestly doing photo shoots in LA. That's something I want to get into. Yeah. Do, uh, I, that's why I would love to get a camera, not yeah. just for recording. Yeah. I love documenting and taking photos. That's one of the, that's one of the, to answer your question, that's one of the things such a nice thing to yeah. do on the side it's like it's it's such a it's 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 kind of like therapy yeah it's such a nice little art exactly art form it's so nice like just like cut, cutting hair yeah but that'd be sick you get into photo shoots and stuff yeah what if you eventually on the side somehow started going to concerts and being like uh celebrities are like yeah your favorite artists are the personal photographer that's always been that's always been in my mind to do like event photography because here's the thing like like i would say 2021 ish is when i got my camera and pretty much what happened with the PC stuff is what happened with my cameras. Like I wanna, I don't wanna use just webcam quality for my streams. I wanna try to get into cameras. And then when I looked into cameras, like this is a lot more in depth than I thought. It is. So I bought my camera. About a month after I got the camera, I got a better lens and a microphone. So I started doing uh, photo shoots for people. That's what I was like one of my other side hustles to do to you know get some money in. You wanna tell the people your prices? Unless you, if you're still doing it, uh, if I'm still, yeah, I'm still doing it. Uh, it's good. It it's right now just seventy dollars an hour, and I don't charge for the editing time. If you if you look at like actual people who like, um, like if a professional photographer, they'll one there's a, like a hiring fee, then a certain amount of uh yeah. a certain amount of like x amount of dollars per hour, and then x amount of dollars per hour of editing. Do you? recommend people like what you think they should do and like certain spots and stuff like that too or oh like just, locations you i just have them tell you what they so want? i'll have i'll ask them first like hey do you have a spot where you want to go and if they tell me then i'll go to it if not i have a few places like that i always have in mind of where we could go there's a few spots i want to go to so i nice. always i always have a few spots there's some um even a simple google search like you can get some good locations do you have? Do you know what like the greatest photo you've ever taken to date is? I have a favorite one. One of my, I have a few. Like one of my favorite ones, I did a, I did a garage photo, sh- uh, one of the park. I did a parking garage photo shoot on campus with one of my friends. Yeah. And one of some of my favorite shots were, uh, it was my, one of my friends, and she was, um, pretty much like in the car, but she's sitting out the window, like she's peeking her top half of her body out the window, and I yeah. took a bunch of shots of that. Nice. Um. Uh, back in summer 21, one of my friends from Massachusetts came down to visit me. We went to, we went down to Rocky Neck, took a bunch of shots there. Um, I like those one, cause she looks great in them. Yeah. Two, she's also repping my merch. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. How, yeah. How, how did you, uh, get into merch? How did that process start for you? Once I got affiliated with Twitch, I think I could have made it well before I got affiliated, but I'm like, oh, I can start making money. But after I got affiliated, I was looking at, uh, my site where I get all my, uh, not just Twitch revenue, but like uh, sponsorships and stuff. So I was like, uh, that page. I'm like, oh, I can make a shop now. Mm-hmm. So I took my artwork 
uh, for my logos that my friend made for me. Um, like, and I told him like, Hey, you know, can I make merch out of this? Like he, he honestly, like, it was such a simple thing for him. Like, he's like, yeah, do whatever you want with the logo. I don't care. I'm like, okay. Right. I asked you for that. Um, but pretty much like I, I went to the shop, I made the, uh, I started, you know, choosing what I want to put on there. So there's like shirts, hoodies, mugs, stickers and stuff like that. All of them, my logo on them. I'm planning on updating it. Um, with, oh, I'm, I'm trying to f- talk to one of my friends to make, to rebrand and make like a new logo for my, for me. Mm. Um, so I can have some new merch and also just show it up on, on stream and stuff. But once, once I get enough support on, on anchor, cause that's like what I use to, mm. to put out the, the podcast and, and that like for Spotify, Apple yeah. podcast uh, and all that, that stuff. Once I get, I forget the number, but once I get somehow that's when I can start getting like ad reads and stuff, mm. potentially, I, I just want to be able to do that so bad. Yeah. I, I, I would have so much fun with the ad reads. That's like the one thing I'm like, that's like another like goal of mine. Or yeah. At least it's next. Do you post your clips on TikTok or anything? I'm actually going to start doing that. T- t- that need, is one of the, I need to start yeah. doing that. It's one of the things I haven't actually done yet, but I plan on to. The only thing that's tricky for me is because, because it's TikTok. If you're looking at your phone, that's a 1080 by 1920 resolution rather than a 1920 by 1080 resolution, which is what we normally see like that TV, mm-hmm. it's vertical. So a lot of the things I film, especially on obviously Twitch or with my camera or most of my phones, I'm in landscape. I'm always by 1920 and 1080. Exactly. So it, it's it's more, if you want it to make it, if you want to make it look clean, it's more, uh, how do you say, you have to invest more time to edit that clip for Twitch. Yeah. Or from Twitch to TikTok. You do. Because like, here's the thing about me and my, if I want to post Twitch clips, it's like my game is this, right? And then this is my camera. How am I going to make that all fit in a one screen and make everything visible? It's it hard to do. It, it can be frustrating. Yeah. But yeah, eventually, you know, if, if depending on however people use it, you eventually start being consistent and then the algorithms go your way. Yeah. And then the one of the things I, I mean, I plan on posting Twitch clips on TikTok. One of the things, because I have lavalier microphones for my camera now, which is pretty much like a wireless mic. Nice. Because I have that, one of the things I've been doing, which is my recent vlog, which I'm going to take clips of and put on TikTok, one of my ideas I've seen a lot of people do, is being uh, mic'd up in the gym. <laughs> yes. That is a, that is one of yes. the things I'm going to start doing. I saw the funniest meme last week and it was a guy who tweeted some shit and he said i was just getting a workout in and i looked at uh a phone recording uh, on the ground he was like like uh like like prayers for me y'all because oh because yeah because yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the whole thing was like girls are trying to like record sniff, themselves at the gym s- s- record themselves at the gym and, like they sniff the guys out that like look at them in the first thing yeah, like, what a creep yeah what if the guy was like, I literally did nothing wrong. He said, he said, pray for me, I did nothing wrong. I, I just looked at a girl's phone when she was going to the gym by accident. And there was like all these memes. Oh my God, it was so funny. I, yeah. I couldn't get enough of it. But yeah, gym, gym content is definitely an all-time yeah. high these days. I, yeah. I, I, I fuck with that. Yeah, there's uh, like that gym I was just at where I was, I made my vlog about it. It was called Arsons. That place is amazing. Yeah. Next Friday, a week from now, I'm going to one of my friend's gyms. It's called Lightning, which is even just it's it's bigger than arson's and it has a lot of equipment um so that's gonna be a very fun thing to film for me yeah so do you wanna do you wanna post like you uh 
hyping people up at the gym, your lifts and everything, like in a whole montage of like. What I, I'm doing. gonna do. I'm gonna do all that right now. Like a lot of the things I film is just me because I've been going to. The, I go to the gym pretty much almost always alone. My yeah. girlfriend is gonna start coming back to the gym with me, but as of right now, like all the things I filmed are just me. Um, next week is gonna be my first like gym vlog with someone. Do you do you take supplements or anything? All I do right now is pre workout and creatine. That's it. And how's that work for you? Well, within the last month, I've gotten three new PRs, so the creatine oh, is definitely helping. You, should, you must drink a shit ton of water, no? Oh, yeah. So, like, when I took pre-workout, that was just because, you know, that's I want to start working out in the morning, so that's just my energy. So, what exactly does pre-workout do for you? Is that, like, instead of drinking coffee? Yeah, pretty it, much. It, it gives you... It, so you it's, just mix it with water, you're good to go? Yeah, so it's... it's uh, Another form of caffeine, it has, like, X amount of, like, you know, depending on what brand, there's X amounts of caffeine in there. Um, a little, like, some of them come with different grams of creatine already inside of it. But, like, most of it is, it gives you the energy boost, mm. so you feel real good. And also, because of the creatine inside of it, you also get a little bit better pumps when it comes to the, you know, your workout. See, people say pumps. What, like, what, like, describe what a pump is. So, a pump is, if you just, fle- like, if I flex my bicep right now, like, there's the natural just normal muscle in there that can feel flex and swell up mm-hmm. a pump is all that loose skin here let me actually show you mm-hmm. all the loose skin that's here when you get a pump that's not loose anymore that's all tightened up really? it's all you have a bigger swelling of the muscle when you flex it's tighter there and it's bigger in volume how, so how long does that last for uh it honestly sometimes it depends on the person, but for me, like they'll it'll last for like maybe an hour or two. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's that's yeah. good to know. Like I, I've I've I mean I used to work out all the time. I still work out. I yeah. just do more like calisthenics though. Yeah. But when when I was playing football in high school, um, like I never really heard the term pump. Yeah. But I, now I do all the time. And I'm like, what the fuck's a pump? Yeah, like, it's... like I get it, but I've never seen it or like never felt it maybe i don't know yeah it's literally like you pump up the muscle gotcha pretty much no that's interesting yeah. have you do you have a, a brand that's worked best for you like, <laughs> if you're to put anybody on so the I, I like the thing is i just started taking supplements like uh yeah. within the last month the pre-workout i use not sponsored is called beyond raw <laughs> so it's called beyond raw and the flavor of pre-workout i'm using is the fruit punch flavor which Ooh. That's a good thing. The pre workout, you can find some pretty good flavors on it. Like Beyond Raw have a bunch of nice flavors that have to do like fruit stuff. Like they have like Jolly Rancher flavors as well, like Swedish fish flavors. They have really nice ones. Yeah. Right now I'm just using the fruit punch one and then creatine. The the thing about creatine is that one, always get monohydrate. The reason why is because that pretty much is always gonna be unflavored. So you just mix it with water, you're just gonna be drinking water. It might taste like a little bit different, maybe like a slightly salty water, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, I use the creatine monohydrate from Redcon, but again, any form of monohydrate is gonna be fine because it's not gonna make too much of a difference. How exactly does creatine break down the everything in your body? So the thing is, obviously, stronger. you need to drink a lot of water. Pretty much, what creatine does, it enhances strength. Um, it does help with the pump and also a lot of uh, like uh, how do you say it? like fat loss. So pretty much like the best way to utilize it is like you take your pre-workout, obviously before the workout, you finish your workout and you drink with your water five grams of creatine. That's what I always do. From, from what you know, do you, is it highly, highly, highly recommended you take it just purposely for weightlifting or could you take it, drink a lot of water and then do like hit workouts and like cardio and stuff? It, it's any t- anything exercise really. Really? Yeah. Like even when I'm doing like, because uh, like obviously I try to do the big lifts, Yeah. but like I want to train bodybuilder-esque type things, you know, just because I want to get more developed with my body. 
Um, especially after my injury, I gained a lot of weight and a lot mm-hmm. of it went to here. Yeah. So I have to work to get back to where I was. So, um, I do like, whether it's a powerlifting day or like, just like a normal, like bodybuilding day, I guess you could say, I'll, everything will end off with five grams of, of that creatine. What do you do for core? For core? The thing is like a lot of it right now, almost nothing. Like most of it's cardio, anything that's going to really get my heart rate up. And I have to, uh, you know, have to take a lot of breaths. Yeah. That's what I'm doing right now, just because, like, yeah, you can do, like, core workouts, but that will strengthen it. But, like, if you ask a lot of, like, if you have any friends who have who've done bodybuilding or if you watch, like, people who, like, do bodybuilding workouts, a lot of them, at least from what I've asked, a lot of them don't do actual ab workouts to get a six-pack or to get their abs defined. They they just do hit workouts, right? Yeah, well, obviously, like there's dieting, like, like instead of yeah, yeah, obviously you've got to be yeah. in the kitchen. Yeah. Do you meal prep or anything? Meal prep, not really. Um, I'm going to at some point, but a lot of things like I already have a good protein intake, and a lot of my I've I've I've, I've cut down on portions, and a lot of my stuff is like real basic, like yeah. Breakfast is always pretty much like rice and eggs, and yeah. like you know chicken, which is really simple. Not too much red meat. Yeah. For for breakfast, I usually drink this. Um, it's not, I mean, I guess it's like a protein shake, but it's, it's like a, it's like a breakfast shake just to yeah. put it that way with like yeah. certain supplements and stuff in it. Yeah. And then I'm on meal prep for lunch and dinner. I've been doing that for like a month now. So. Are you doing it yourself or did you? Me, me and my mom, we okay. like, we, yeah, we portion it on everything into these little like trays. Plastic containers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, you know, so yeah. that's pretty much what I've been on. That's what I'm going to start doing. It helps so much because my mind, it... It my like my body tells me when I'm full. Yeah. But when I first start eating, like I, I like I'm so used to like when I was playing football, my metabolism, like I can just inhale whole. Yeah. Tray, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I have to like keep myself in check and discipline now because yeah. I can't afford to do that anymore. Yeah. But it's just yeah, it's it's a whole I, new ball game. I want to start doing the meal prep mainly because I think it's gonna also save me money. Oh my god. For the yes. most part, because here's the thing, like I since I don't meal prep, anytime I have to eat, and because I'm on campus for so long, the only place I can really go to eat is Devils. Mm. And that can get uh oh, the food expensive. is the food is so good too. It's good, but like, oh, you know, like yeah, for a simple you. meal you can pay like almost eleven bucks for it. Yeah, seriously. And I'm like, I need to save money. <laughs> um Oh my god, I forgot what I was just gonna say. It literally had to do with food. Um Oh my god, it escapes me. <laughs> Was it meal prep wise or? Mm. Must have not been important. <laughs> just just say something. Let's just start something else. Oh, let's talk about let's talk about cinema for a little bit. Yeah. About TVs. What kind of what kind of shows you be watching? My shows. Um, what did I just finish watching recently? One number one recommendation right now. This is really controversial because of how. The second game went, but watch The Last of Us on HBO, man. I've been watching it. Dude. Fantastic. Dude, The Last of Us. They got it right. Yeah, here's the thing. One, every almost every video game adaptation to a movie or show fucking sucks. It's terrible. They're almost always bad. Mm-hmm. Like, Uncharted was meh at best. Um, And two, Last of Us, within the last decade, has become one of the most controversial things of all time. Because here's the thing. Yeah, I break with, that down. With part one... On Last of Us, the first game, it was pretty much unanimous that everyone loved it. There was nothing. There was nothing that really people did not like about it. It's part two. Huh? Part two comes out. All of a sudden, you split the community in half. Now you have the people who absolutely love it because of the story writing, and then people who hate it because of the story writing. So you can you can 
you can talk about it. If you don't want to hear spoiler, I'll say spoiler alert. I'll say it. it's been said. Yep. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. You can fast forward. I'm just saying. Or just leave and just make yeah. sure you follow before you leave. Yeah. But you, you want to say why? Like, why that is? Okay, so Joel, who is the main character of part one and pretty much who has become... The GOAT. The GOAT of all time. The the, <laughs> the best, the, the greatest character but worst man alive. Because that's the thing. If you look at him, he's a great character. That's true. Amazingly great character. What happens at the end of one, who, right? But he has done some really bad things. Yeah. Right? In part two... Your main character now is Ellie because they they off Joel, and a lot of people were initially angry because you just you off the main character. But the thing is that is not what defines if a game is bad or not. You guys still have to look at the writing. So there are people who actually look beyond that. It's like yeah, here's the thing: the people who off them, like the characters who off Joel, they had a valid reason of doing it, and then they did. Like it's like yeah, he's done some really bad things if you think about it. And then people didn't like that the pretty much almost not the almost the second half of the game, like a good portion of the game, like 10 hours of it. You have to play as the person who killed Joel. You have to play as Abby. You do. Yeah. And the thing is, but then you start realizing her story. With all the great games and shows. Yeah. You'll hate someone off the rip. And then they the great shows do this. Yeah. They they show their side of the sale. And then it's like, oh, I get it now. With wow. how the that the second game split up the community, that just shows that they did good writing because now you have people having full on debates about it. So mm-hmm. they're now um, HBO is making it into a show, and Neil Druckmann, who wrote the game, is also working on the show with one uh, yeah. his co writer for the uh, for the show is one of the writers from Chernobyl. Really? Yeah, that's why the show is doing really well. And I know that one of one of the reasons why the adaptations fail is because they don't. They Stay- never, they never, or they never stayed true to what it was. The source material, and they also never run it by the creator, right? Exactly. That's what they always be saying. Yeah, like Halo was one of the worst ones of all time. Really? When they when they made the Halo TV show, one of the worst things of all time. Because even the, yeah, the writer even goes, "I've never played a single second of Halo." It's like, well, okay, well, this is gonna be bad. Yeah. But since Neil Druckmann is one of the people helping with the show, it's great. Even the best part is like if you pay attention to the show, they have cameos from the act- from actors and actresses in the game. Yeah, like the person who plays Marlene in the show is the voice actor. Yeah. for Marlene in the game, and then like, uh, you have some future um, cameos from Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson. And if they and- were able to get the the ones from the video game in the show that would have been so nice. Yeah. But obviously they're much older, yeah. so it's different. But. but they're they're staying pretty true. They've they've moved stuff around, but the thing is, it's it's the things that happen to the show in terms of change were done by Neil himself. Nice. So they're not just like mindless changes. It's like no, Neil reflected on what he did from the game and changed it to what would make more sense. The new episode actually comes out, I think, in an hour or so. Because they're dropping it early because of the Super Bowl. Did you hear about oh, that? Oh, really? They're, yeah, so today we're recording on Friday. It's dropping today. I have to check that out, then. I did not yeah, know about yeah, that. Yeah, they're dropping the new one, the new episode today. Ooh. Which I'll be watching. So if you're a big fan of that, have you ever seen Walking Dead? You ever been a fan of Walking Dead? Watch the entire show start to end. Really? Yeah. You know what? I'm glad you're here because I stopped watching after... After, um... Was it Glenn? No. After they killed off Rick. Oh, so season nine? It was, like, he was on the bridge. 
Yeah. There's so many seasons. The thing, the thing is, the thing is, like, if you, uh, spoiler alert again, but yep. if you if you watch it, you know that he's not dead, right? Yeah, because he's he's gonna be. In, he what, he got fear? taken by the CRA, something like the that. The Fear of the Walking Dead, right? No, gonna, uh, well, it, Morgan, yeah, Morgan, like spin off. Yeah, Morgan is on Fear of the Walking Dead now. Um, I watched season ten was okay. Season eleven, they brought it back. In my opinion, I really enjoyed season eleven. Really. Um, and then I watched all three parts of that. They're going to be doing three spinoff series. One of them is called Dead City, which is Morgan and Maggie. Or not, uh, Negan and Maggie. Negan Shit. and Maggie, which is even more Negan insane. Negan is an insane, incredible, yeah. incredible character. His character development has been insane. You'll love him in season 11 if really? you go back into it. I might have to, I might have to finish yeah. it because I got so far. I mean, if you're, if you got past season, if you're in season nine, you only got two more to watch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so Negan and Maggie is going to be in Dead City. Then there's going to be a uh, Daryl series, just Daryl himself. Nice. It was supposed to be Daryl and Carol, but I think something. I think they had to change it for whatever reason. But pretty much, it's going to be a Daryl season or a Daryl show. Um, and then there's going to be, I don't know if it's a series or if it's going to be a movie, but there is going to be something happening for Michonne and Rick. The thing what was is I get it like you wanted to spend, but I don't like the way they did it. Yeah, they, I thought it was poorly done. Yeah, because like on the bridge and Bohe just disappears. Like you would have seen him go away. Yeah, or taken away. Yeah, type thing. I don't know. I I, I just kind of stopped watching. They're, like, they're, 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 all all my favorite characters were were yeah. gone. Yeah, by season eleven, it's like all it's all, the, all the side characters. Yeah, by season eleven, the only OG characters left from season one are Daryl and Carol. They're the only ones left. But the thing is, like, the thing about Walking Dead is, like, they really do have their moments. And the actors on the show are incredible. Like, when you watch Negan's transformation, he he plays a great Negan. Oh, my God, yeah. In season 10, there's an episode, I believe it's season 10, there's an episode where you actually see Negan's background on how he became the person who he is. Oh, wow. It was oh, amazing. I think I actually have seen a clip of it, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah. a montage. Yeah. But I, my favorite moment of Walking Dead, I'll never forget this. There's, like, two. It was when... Rick and I forget who he was with, but they were they were surrounded at gunpoint or whatever, and he like bites the dude's throat or like his ear. Or whatever, it, the, yeah, his it was him. This was the he was him and the claimers. Uh, it was when it was after the the prison was destroyed and they all yep. got separated. Daryl uh, ended up temporarily joining the claimers, and they ran into Rick, Michonne, and Carl, mm. and. That's that's where that clip is from. That 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 yeah. episode was nuts. And then when they they went they were with the the cannibal village. Yep. And they were all lined up, uh, about to die. And then uh, just shit went down, and they yep. they just took them all out. It was nuts. That one was insane. And then obviously one of the most infamous cliffhangers in TV show history was when they're all lined up by Negan. Oh my god! Meeny, miny, mo, and, and everyone's trying to figure out who got picked for like months. Yep. Everyone wants to know who was picked, and then when um, shit, I forget the guy with the orange hair, the, the ginger guy, Ab- uh, Abraham. Abraham. Yep. It was. I was like, okay, like it sucks. Abraham was a G, and then he was like, okay, back to it. Glenn. Glenn. One of the saddest deaths in yeah. ever, ever, and it was so gross. It was so realistic. It was so disturbing. Oh, that one hurt. Yeah, that I remember. I, I don't. I don't. Remember, I honestly think I was a sophomore in high school when that season dropped. That one hurt. Yeah. Do you have a favorite video game ever, or favorite video games? Favorite video game. Okay. 
I mean, I grew up playing a lot of Call of Duty, but I can't really... I mean, Black Ops 2 was one of the ones that I invested a lot of time in when mm. I was a kid. Like, I remember... Josefina! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, Black Ops 1 and 2 were, like, games... I remember Black Ops 1. I invested so much time on my Xbox 360 because of Black Ops 1 that yep. the heat of it cracked my disc. Jeez. That's how much time I put into the game. But for favorite game of all time and if i'm thinking near, like more than just like the time i put into it it could just be whatever, whatever last was part one is up there just because it's that is an such emotional a, such a great emotional uh roller coaster yeah um i this is probably gonna be up there just because i've just played it it just came out god of war and god of war ragnarok dude so obviously because i can't play it i i don't care. I love doing this where I watch yeah. the full gameplay with like no like certain cuts. Yeah. Where it's like you, you skip like the some of the some <clears> of the battles, <throat> but like they show the main stuff. Yeah, yeah. And but like no comments here, no nothing. You just see the full game. Yep. And like perfectly done. Incredible. Movie. In- full on incredible. But what, what what were your thoughts on it? Like what was your, like did you favorite game? I absolutely lo- people are, are are shitting on it. Uh, or some people shout out because, like, man, Kratos isn't what he used to be. He's like, no wonder! <laughs> they did that on purpose. They're changing him so he can grow up. And He's getting like, older. Yeah. Like, God of War 2018, he was still in that transition of trying to become better than what he was before. Like, he was yeah. just fresh off of that boat trying to, you know, and he's still dealing yeah. with it. Um and he's still trying to be a father because he wasn't able to really fulfill that because of like his origin story. Mm-hmm. Then God of War Ragnarok, you now it's not so much of him trying to be uh not as violent, you know, like you know how he's like just trying to change himself. Now he's now he's truly just like I need to be there for my son. Yeah. And he will do anything to protect his son. Like that's him being a father and he has to realize there are things that you have to do. That you're not gonna like, but if you have to do it as a father, you're gonna do it, and that's what's so amazing about it. There, like the scenes that he has with Atreus is like, man, like that's what's gonna happen as a kid grows up, and then you get towards the end, and you're gonna start crying. <laughs> do, you think, do you think eventually it's just gonna be where Atreus is the main character, and eventually? Kratos I think they're is gonna going? do. I, my thing is like they can't just make an Atreus game and call a game a God of War. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I think they're gonna make so, either either a DLC, DLC yeah. or maybe Spin its own off. standalone a standalone game for Atreus himself. Mm, um, I like that. But th- I know that they're planning on keeping the God of War series going for a while. Like I don't know if it's true, but there's been like a lot of theories about how they're gonna be visiting the other types of mythology because they've done Greek, they now have done Nordic. They there are words that they might either do Egyptian or Celtic because they're like uh, certain parts of like 2018's game where it shows him and the other symbols of yeah and what, what what deities would be in those games or or gods if or it was whatever. egyptian you're going to be looking at people like anubis you know god of death uh well i really don't know egyptian yeah, <laughs> yeah. Celt- i don't even know celtic that's a thing yeah. like i haven't if because here's the thing about me when it comes to mythology like obviously everyone knows greek yeah Everyone knows because that's the most popular ones. You see it in you see it in Marvel. You see it in Disney. Mm-hmm. You see it everywhere. Nordic, you don't see too much of. Like you obviously see Thor, yeah. um, and the Thor stuff when it comes to Marvel stuff, but like actual traditional Nordic stuff, you don't see too much of. Yeah. Um, but I'm a bigger fan of Viking stuff, which is why I like it. Mm. Egyptian stuff. I think the only time you ever really see Egyptian stuff is when you're in school. If you like Viking stuff, you ever seen Vinland Saga? 
I've the, heard about the, it, but I've anime. never I've uh, never actually watched it. It's like a newer anime. The new season just dropped. Where is it on? Netflix. I have to check that or out. Or anywhere. I, I know plenty of sites. Yeah. Though. But, dog. Fire? Fire. I love Vikings. That's all I'm going to have to add that to my clean. list. It's clean. I mean, I usually watch my anime in, in sub. Yeah. In this case, I mean, a friend told me this, and I kind of agreed with him. He said, it doesn't make sense to have Vikings speaking Japanese. That is true. So, it's kind of pick and choose your battle there. Mm-hmm. I, I chose to go dub with that one. Yeah. Still really good. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. But, yeah, that's... That, those are some pretty solid shout outs. But you ever you ever play like you ever were you ever heavy into like Nintendo or Pokemon or anything? Pokemon, no. Nintendo, uh one of the games that honestly I mean, even it's kind of recent. I think it's like twenty seventeen because it was originally no, it might have been later than that or earlier than that. You it came out for the Wii U. Breath of the Wild. The perfect game. Yeah. It was it's amazing. Like I'm gotcha. still in the middle of playing it. I so when I when I had my Switch, I that was one of the first games I played, and it came to a point. I was so frustrated because I was fighting one of the bosses, and I ran out of arrows. And then I just didn't know how to get more arrows again. And yep. I was like asked out, and I didn't want to start the game over. Yep. And I was running the circuit. I was looking stuff up, and like nothing helped me. Yeah. So I just, I just rage quit and just stopped. So yeah. I'm probably just going to rewatch the game. Yeah. Perfectly done. But the Zelda games are perfectly done. They're perfectly made. Yep. They're like one of those... Um, what is it like, Shadow of the Colossus? Type yep, like it's yeah, so it's so it's literally well written. The, the, what's perfect. amazing about it is they did it in a like when they wrote that game, like it's amazingly done. Mm-hmm. And the best part is, is that it's not narrow. It's such an open. I know it's an open world game, but it's an open ended game. And what I mean by that, it's like insert. Let's say, let's say it's like something like Assassin's Creed. They 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 give you this whole world, but like a mission is like you have to do it in certain acts. You have, like, Act 1, this amount of missions, Act 2, Act 3. Yep. And then each mission is, like, you have to yeah. go to this location. Zelda, theor- or, like, say, Breath of the Wild, theoretically, right out the bat, you can just go to the final boss. You know, like, you can just go and, yeah. like, beat the bosses, get get the game done. It's not recommended, which is why it's, it's so open-ended. You can choose your own path of how you want to go about it's it. It's an insanely difficult yeah. game because there's so much to accomplish. Exactly. And, yeah. Once, and now the new one's coming out, too. Yeah. It's gonna be so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no these these Switch games and these newer Nintendo games have just been on one. Yeah. I love what they're doing in this this newer generation of of gaming. Yeah, no, but that's that's pretty solid. I think I think we're at that time. Okay. Because we because we just talked about favorite video games and stuff like that. <laughs> Do you think you're ready to to name some of the other things? Yeah. All right. Let's start with. Without one that you've mentioned, if yeah. you can. Yeah. Favorite TV show and or movie or both to recommend? TV show. Other That's not The Last of Us. I would say... Uh, I just watched it. It's either... It's on Amazon Prime. And it's either... Honest, honestly, in my opinion, I feel like it needs more recognition. Reacher. Because yeah. there was the original movie series that had Tom Cruise who played Jack Reacher, but the new one that they made a series out of is amazing. Or The Boys. If you want to see some controversial shit, I started watching The Boys. And I'm on season three with yeah. like three, four episodes to go. Dog, I just saw. Well, how far are you in The Boys? Have you seen it all? I've watched it all. Okay. I just passed the part, or I'm like an episode past the part where I saw, I finally saw the iconic Homelander speech. But he's on the stage where he's like, he was like, I will not apologize for my strength or whatever. Yep. That, dude, that actor that played his Homelander, like, 
there could never there could never be another guy to play that part. He literally embodies the role yep. to a T. Yep. I never thought that I would like Homelander as much as I do. Well, he's, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. But the character, you like, it's so, he just he's a G. It's just a character. It's crazy. It, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm glad you shouted yeah. that out because yeah. Yeah. Just so and then movie. Um, I would because I'm a martial artist. I would say. Out, there's there's four of them right now, but my favorite one right now is Ip Man four, uh, Ip Man three. Ooh, Ip Man. My yeah. my dad uh, grew me up on that stuff, and like mm-hmm. uh, like Jet Li, Kiss of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Just 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 real quick, mm-hmm. Donnie Yen, who plays in the at least the main most known Ip Man movies, Donnie Yen, who plays Ip Man. Yeah, he's gonna be. I don't know if he's an antagonist or not, but the new John Wick movie he's going to be in. No. <laughs> oh, you know that. It's going to freaking... be... Because the thing about John Wick movies is that they're trying to bring all of the bigger martial arts action, like, names from, like, out of, like, you know, the other side of the world. They're bringing them yeah. into the John Wick movies. So. Do, they do such a good job. They do it so good. Dude, John Wick is badass. Good yeah. good recommendations. Yeah. Good shouts. Good shouts. All right. Let's go music. I know that you have... A very interesting taste in music yeah. compared, to, compared to most, but yeah. I, I respect it. So I listen to more hard rock and metal stuff. Yeah. Um, my recommendation for someone who uh, wants to try to get into that type of music but don't want to start too heavy, um, the band is called Dayseeker, and the album is called Sleep Talk. Um, it's a good mix of like Noted. you know like normal. Or not normal, but like you know, like rock, hard rock, and then some like metal stuff that has some screams in it. That's a good starter yeah. to get into that genre. Yeah, I love. Um, there's certain metal songs like Black Ops One Zombies. We do the Easter egg thing. Oh my god, that <laughs> song gets me going. Yeah, that 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 one gets me going. One One Five Alina Sigmund. Um, there's, uh, so I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think you know the song. I don't know if you watch the show. Have you ever seen Attack on Titan? Like you, you watch it. Are you talking about the rumbling? Yep. <laughs> yeah, that song. That song goes crazy. It's it, possibly my favorite theme. It goes crazy. Um, and then there's something I'm missing, but I don't think I don't think that one was as important. But yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. There's there's certain metal that I, I fuck with, man. I yeah. there was, oh my god, when I used to work at this concert theater, the it was always the heavy metal bands that scared the living shit out of me. Yep. Because you would get some really fucked up people to go to those concerts. Yeah. Like, really disturbing people. <laughs> like, sometimes they would be, like, satanic heavy metal. Yeah. And I'm here with, like, a cross, like, praying to God, <laughs> like, please, Lord, forgive these people. <laughs> it yeah, was crazy. Like, I'm, I'm not into the, the, the Satan metal. Oh, yeah, no. that's that, Obviously, that's different. But, yeah. Yeah. That the heavy metal shit gets intense. Yeah. That's, um, that's my gym music right there. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. my God. That's... Solid. I respect it though. Yeah. And then finally, some words of advice and a wisdom, whether it's to your future self, whether it's to yeah. your parents, lovely viewers and listeners, whatever it is. For for really anyone, other than trying to just keep yourself on a daily schedule, because that's obviously like if you want to try to keep your life on track, that's the best way to go about it. If you're trying to you know keep yourself occupied. Well, actually, that might be it. Just keep keep yourself occupied, whether it be mentally or physically, and don't don't limit yourself to one thing. Try out a lot of new stuff because then you don't know if it's actually something that you might want to get into or not. Um, you know, if you see something that you think would be f- that you let's say watch on YouTube and it's fun, try it out yourself. Whether it be something like going to the gym or going into photography, trying out drawing stuff like that. If if you 
try it out and you enjoy it, it will soon like take up a good amount of your life and it can be therapeutic for you. That was very well said, Sean. This is a pleasure to finally have you on. Absolutely. This is incredible. I appreciate all of you guys for for listening and tuning in. If you have made it up to this point, I really do. With that said, everyone has a story and it's still being written. I encourage everyone to keep striving, keep going in life. My heart is with you all. Ciao for now, people. Peace.